Welcome everybody to the sixth episode of That's Some Crazy Shit with Kelly and James. I am Kelly and my co-host as always is James. What's going on brother? What's happening? What's up my sister? It has been uh, another week dude. It's yeah. It's been six (laughs) weeks. You know what? This is episode six. So that's crazy to me because I never thought we would like be on episode six. You know, it's really crazy. And this is some crazy shit because, you know, for those who are listening to us, you know, know that we are like amateurs. We're like amateur podcasters. This is like our first time at it. And I think we do okay. The crazy shit is, is that we've had people listen to us as far as Nigeria. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool, huh? Hey, hey, hey. Is it a, is he a Nigerian prince? I, I don't know. He didn't email me. He just, someone, I don't know if it's even a him, but someone in Nigeria, according to our podcast analytics, was in Nigeria, as was somebody in Ireland. So I just thought that was really, that's some crazy shit to me. We have been, we are, we are worldwide. International. International. Can't talk to us now. Can't tell us shit, people. International. Haters will hate, but look yeah, at us. Right? Too. Here we go. So anyway, uh, as always, thank you for listening. Uh, James will always tell us why we do the podcast. He likes uh, like our mission statement, our objective. For those of you who have never listened to us before, and for those of you who are back for more, you know, James, tell them, tell them why we're doing this. Why do we do some, that's some crazy shit. Well, our objective, excuse me, is to kind of talk about a variety of topics, but not your everyday topics. Okay. These are ones that intrigue us. And hopefully they'll intrigue our listeners, even the ones in our international listeners. <laughs> woohoo! Yeah, I know. Woohoo! So, uh, you know, we want to inspire people to kind of get interested in this stuff. And I also think that we want to provide a platform where some of these people can come forward and tell us and share their paranormal experiences without having to fear being ridiculed that's fair that's fair so um, you know there's a lot of crazy shit in the world so you know we have a lot of we have a lot of topics um we're not experts we never claim to be so what we thought we would do instead of just hashing it out like we normally do we've actually doing some research you know, bringing, you know, written theory or whatever information that we can find along with our valuable opinion, because it is valuable. And, you know, we're, we're talking about it. We want to keep it positive. We want to keep it open. And, you know, we want the listeners, whoever you are, however many of there you are, to participate with this as well. You can get to us on social media and drumroll, please. We are on YouTube.
All right. Right on. So we have graduated. See, we started off with email. Now we're up to YouTube because we are bad ass. All right. We are in the 20th century now. We are. So (laughs) the way that you can reach us, we are on Instagram at that's underscore some crazy shit. We're on Facebook at K&J's Crazy Shit. We're on Twitter at That's Some Crazy Shit. And we have email, That's Some Crazy Shit Podcast at gmail.com. And now, officially, YouTube channel, That's Some Crazy Shit, where YouTube, guess what, James? What? We have five YouTube subscribers. Woohoo! Really? One I'm of not even me. one yet. One of That's them's it. me. The other four, I don't know. So you four people on YouTube, shout out. Shout out to the yeah, four right subscribers on. on YouTube. We love it. So, you know, uh, last week when we did all this, we actually had a contest. You know, we told everybody to like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, and tag three friends, and that we would put you in a raffle for a prize. And so we did that. We actually had somebody, actually people participate in our little prize. And James, who won? Um, I hope I don't mess this name up. Sarah Nagrant. Woohoo, Sarah. Where'd you go, Sarah? Sarah, so what will happen is either myself or James will get at you at whatever platform you use, Facebook or Instagram, and and uh, get you your prize. So congratulations. And at the end of the podcast, we'll have another question that we'll post on social media. If you like us, you know, comment, like us, tag three friends. We'll put you in the raffle for the prize. We got prizes for the rest of the month since we're in our Halloween theme. And real quickly, Kel, our first winner, Josie, received her prize and got in contact with me and said she really liked it. Yeah, she got some of uh, Chef Bella B's spices and I think a spice grinder. So that's cool. So just to keep you guys up on what's going on for the rest of the month. So today we are doing ghost and tarot cards and James has a treat for us on his part, but I'll let him get into that. And uh, next week we're doing urban legend and curses, which I think is going to be really good because there's some crazy shit on urban legends and curses. There are, there are. And then for Halloween, we're doing werewolves and magic rituals. But today... It is Ghost and Tarot Cards. And so, as always, James is bringing you Cryptid Creatures. Cryptid Creatures is brought to you by Chef Bella B. LLC, offering personal and private chef services. She also has spices and sauces on her website. You can see her website at chefbellabkitchen.com. She's also on Instagram at Chef Bella B. Um, and she is the uh, sponsor of James's segment, Cryptid Creatures. I am now going to stop talking. James, buddy, it is all you. 
Right on, Kale. So last week we kind of uh, been floating it out there that we were going to have a guest. This person is a very special person for two very different reasons. Um, we talked about her being able to see spirits. And so we wanted to have her come on and talk about that. And she's also my niece. So, woohoo! Woo shout out to the family. Um, real quickly, Rue, let me just go over what I found about ghosts. And then you can tell me how accurate this is. And we'll get into asking some questions. Is that okay? Yeah, that's all right. So wait, our, welcome, Rue. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, Say hello to all of our listeners. Say hello. Hello, listeners. So that they know that you're a real person and it's yeah, not like is. me and James, like making up voices and shit. This is real, people. This is real. Okay. It's real. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, that's that's a good point. All right. So um, going back, I did some research uh, about when the first records of ghosts were and spirits. And remember, we talked about witches last mm-hmm. week. Uh, so when... I looked that up. Uh, a witch was actually used to summon a spirit. And so that was the first recorded uh, story in the Bible where we talked about it. Saul uh, came oh, back the story to the you told us last week. Right, right. right. And well, so yeah. it was the same story, just from a different source. So I thought that was interesting. Okay. So that was the first record of ghosts. Okay. Um, then you go on through history. And there's a lot of interesting hauntings uh, from of famous people. Um, Abraham Lincoln is said this. Now this is interesting because how they how they can transcend. I think you know time and space. They see him sometimes in the White House, and he's also been seen in the state capitol, Springfield. Okay. And so you know he's been seen there. His wife when she was still alive was actually uh, visited by spirits and she she said or so she said and you know there's also stories of her uh, doing seances and things like this and so you know you go through history and there's tons of stories Ben Franklin was said to communicate with spirits or ghosts and Rue when I okay so I understand this is there a difference between a spirit and a ghost from your opinion and what you see? Or hold on, let me back up. Okay. Tell us a little bit about what what you see and, and what we're talking about. Can you see spirits? So for me, spirits and ghosts, I would kind of think they're the same thing. I think more a spirit is what you feel, kind of when you feel like, oh, there's something near me. Whereas a ghost is the actual physical appearance. At least for me, that's how I would kind of... All right. That's a, that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Okay, so James, let me ask you a question. So you've got, you've got, you know, the first record of, of somebody seeing a ghost, but, and maybe I should ask Rue this and not you, James. I don't know what research you did, but why are there ghosts and spirits? Did you, did you find anything in your research, James? Um, well, a lot of it is, it can be tied to, Let's say you die in an area. If you die in a home or, you know, there are people die on battlefields and things like that, they leave that energy in that area. So they tend to, I don't know if it is haunt the right word, Rue? Um, 
I don't know. I would just say be there. I would be there. So, you know, their their energies, their spirits, you know, they stay in that area. And so, um, I don't know. That's, that's, now I lost my train of thought. I was all, what what was I saying? Well, we were talking about ghosts and spirits. And (laughs) and your, your, your niece Rue is with us and and somebody who, are you, are you with me? Okay. (laughs) So, so, Rue, so, so wait, James, wait, before you start, I just have a question. So, you said that you've got the first account of seeing them back in the Bible. There have been hauntings of famous people throughout history, I right. guess, right? Okay. Back but, back, sorry. but, okay, so, you know, Benjamin Franklin, you said communicated. Not that Benjamin Franklin's ghost was seen, that Benjamin Franklin communicated with spirits. Yeah, when, when he was alive. And then, all, you know, like, okay, so we went into the Mary Todd thing. Franklin has seen and spoken to spirits they say but then people also see his spirit a lot of the founding fathers they seem to have had you know when i was doing the research there was a a site that just talked about the founding fathers and where they're haunted or where i guess where they're located off to remember that like uh washington at valley forge you know big battle there but he's also been seen uh in the White House, and I don't, you know, I don't understand how they can. Well, that's where it's a time and space thing, I guess. Okay, gotcha. So, I would like to kind of turn to your ghost, uh, not your ghost. I'm sorry, your guest, um, because I have a, a ton of questions for her. So, James, but I don't want to take anything away from the research that you've done or anything. I'm just chomping at the bit over here. No, so. no, no. And that's fine. That's I just It was just a real brief thing because, you know, we okay. just wanted to go and get to the guest. The guest is the important thing. You know, we can always talk about research later. Great. So, Rue, can you kind of tell us, like, you know, you, you say that you see ghosts and spirits. And can you kind of just tell us how that began and, and that whole, like, you know, like, Give us like the background, the foundation, like how, you know, why? How old were you when you first saw them? Well, I was actually really little, maybe a baby. But the first one I remember, I was probably about 14, maybe. One that I can actually remember. I seen um, my dad's grandma at the bottom of the stairs. um, Clear as day, like she was actually there and described her and my dad actually found a picture of her later on and it was the exact thing I had seen. Now had you ever seen her before then? Uh, a picture of her? No, I actually hadn't. No idea and what that's, it looked like or anything. That's the first time that you can honestly remember, like vivid remember seeing a, a ghost? Uh yeah. I would say that. Vivid. So you've been seeing ghosts since before you were 14 or you started seeing them at 14? Probably before, but I don't remember. It's just that one was the one that actually... That one was the first one you remember. Gotcha. Okay. And so when you see the ghost, do they communicate with you? Sometimes, yes. Um, Sometimes they'll um, talk to me, tell me something's going to happen before it happens, or they'll tell me something about somebody. Um... Yeah, mostly. Without giving any, like, you know, I don't want to go into people's, you know, details too much, but can you give us a, a general example of something they've told you that's come true? 
Um, so like if it's something about um a person, it's usually like what they're feeling. Um, like oh that person's sad today because of this, or they're angry because of this, um, or they're gonna react to what you said in this way. So that way I'm kind of prepared. Um, it's mostly their emotions that they tell me about. Nothing too personal that I've come across yet. Mm. Do you do you see the same? ghost all the time or do you see different ghosts like do you have like a ghost that you've seen like all the time that kind of haunts you or follows you yeah a recurring visitation yeah usually the ones in the house those are the ones i see most often um and sometimes they'll even wake me up in the middle of the night they tell me oh wake up the cat has to go out or the cat wants to come in so i'll open the door and the cat will be there um Really? Yeah. <laughs> Do, are are you afraid? No, I'm not. At all? No. I, at first, maybe a little bit, but I got used to it really fast, and it doesn't really creep me out. And it creeps me out not to hear them or not to see them more than it does to see them <laughs> so they communicate with you and tell you like things are going to happen but do they ever ask things of you do they ever ask you to communicate with their loved ones or anybody that they may have known while they were living um no that actually hasn't happened to me yet um and i wouldn't know how to handle it because i know some people are a little bit skeptical about it so yeah that's why I'm we're here when that happens <laughs> So I think it's fascinating. You see them all the time? Yeah, I do. Every day? Yeah, I'll see them while I'm driving. I'll see them at work, here at home. Do you tell people when you see them or do you just keep it to yourself? Uh, Depending on the person, because not a lot of people know that I can see them. So I'll tell like, you know, my mom or my brother, oh, there's someone there or you just ran someone over, you know, like oh, wow. don't in the road. <laughs> yeah, don't tell. <laughs> <know>? Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't tell. That, <laughs> that is crazy. So, is it easy for you to tell the difference between a ghost and a live person? I mean, are yeah. ghosts are these ghosts do they come like dressed as they were or are they apparitions? Are you know, I don't know what a ghost looks like. Yeah. So, to me, they come as like how you and I are like I can see him clear as day like a regular person would look in clothes in whatever clothes they had on for their I mean do you have ghosts that come back from like a whole different time like different centuries or are they you know what I mean like when did these people pass on do you know this um I don't know that um a lot of times if I do see them um I've seen a couple that look a little bit creepy like they'll have like hollowed out black eyes that's freaky yeah that is scary something like that and those or, are, there are black eyed children we'll talk about too that are scary maybe are they are those the same things yeah i was gonna say i've seen kids like that at work wow yeah so <laughs> have they ever tried to harm you um i wouldn't say that they more um scared me like when i was in high school there was ones that used to like to go by the windows and like kind of spook me out like you know like jump scares in a scary movie they would kind of do something like that but i was i was always quick to just tell them to go away or you know something like that that way they didn't follow me home or cause me any grief 
So they know that you can see them. Yeah. How do they know? Do you know? Um, I don't know. I. It's kind of weird because it's like they make eye contact and then all of a sudden it's just like you. I start feeling things. Like I can feel how the ghost or the spirit feels. Um, so that's usually how I tell if it's a good one or a bad one, depending sure. on the You're energy. an empath. Is that how you say it? empath? You're an empath. Yes. So, okay. I, I just, um, have you, and you've seen ghosts of people that you know, like you said, you saw your dad's, your dad's grandma. Yeah, but I never, she died. Um, dad's mom. After your I was dad's born, mom, grandma. Was born. I never met her. Have you ever seen ghosts of people that you do know? No, I haven't. So these are people that you don't know? Yeah, it's just random ones. Just randoms? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, you, you've so never th- seen any anyone you've known in the family or anything? No, I haven't. So, like, okay, let me ask you a question. Um, ha- have you, like, you've gone to a cemetery and see, like, multiple ghosts just like all over the place is it anything like that where they're just everywhere um not at a cemetery but i really don't go to the cemetery too often because i um but when i scary shit and it's a cemetery (laughs) yeah when i have gone it's more like i can feel them there but not necessarily see them so it's kind of different i think they pick and choose when they want me to see them so do you ever like okay so have you ever asked them to prove to somebody else in the room that they are there like to move something or to knock something over or anything like that um no actually i haven't i was trying to think um yeah i would you ever ask someone like that or a question like that would that offend them would they get pissed I don't think so. I mean, if someone really wanted proof that I could see what, you know, I'm saying I see and I believe I see, then I would be more than willing to just to be like, well, I can prove it to you. I don't think the ghost would get mad or anything like that. Road trip, Cal. <laughs> so have you ever gone on any like ghost tours or anything like that and seen ghosts? No, I've never done a ghost tour. Never done a ghost tour? No. I've been on investigations. Yeah, like James has done like investigations and I've been to New Orleans and gone on the ghost tour, right? But you don't necessarily see ghosts. So I guess my other question was, do you do you ever ask them questions about where they are and what they experienced or do you ever ask about what it's like to to be passed on like the yeah, other side like are where they like are in they a, in a middle place or heaven are or they another dimension did yeah. you ever ask no i've actually never thought about asking that's a interesting thing i've never thought about that myself i just kind of see them you know i'll say i see you why are you here? You know, and see if they kind of answer me back in that sense. But I've never thought of asking where they are or how they, f- you know, where they're, you know what I mean? Like you just said. Yeah, where where they're at, what, mm-hmm. what that means to pass over, I guess. And I mean, when you communicate, do they all 
talk back to you or some of them just don't say anything? Some of them don't say anything. I'll see them like really quick and then they'll disappear and then that's that. Other ones kind of linger around. Um, I think it just kind of depends on the ghost and how much energy that they have with themselves. You know? Do, do you ever feel weak after you see one of them? Um, sometimes I'll get tired because uh, I think it's a little bit draining. Especially like if I'm somewhere like at work where there's, you know, more than one, um, then I'll get a little. Well, they're probably you know using your energy to manifest, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're you're saying that they use your energy to actually manifest in front of you. Otherwise, you could just probably feel that they're there. Um, it could be that, or it could they could be taking energy from something else too. That and that's common. You know, they talk about draining batteries. People feeling tired, you know, they have to have energy from something. So you see them in your house. Would you say that your house is haunted? Um, no, because they're not here all the time. Um, some of the times they're more active than others, but mostly they just kind of, they come, it seems like they come and go. Wow. Do you see any now? No, not right now. <laughs> Do you see you? Well, <laughs> that, that would just really that just freaks me out because that would that would scare me and yeah, just sound but, like you're really accustomed to it. Like you're at work, you right? You're at work and you like see a ghost and you don't react because you're accustomed to seeing ghosts. Is that right? Is is that accurate? Sometimes, sometimes I have a hard time telling the difference if it's a real person or not. That was, I was going to ask you, how do you tell the difference? Um, Pretty much how I feel when I see them. If it's kind of like a, um, like a living person has a different feeling than a ghost would or a spirit would, you know, they have a different type of energy feel to them. But some of the time, like I said, when I can't tell, like I'll talk to them and then they'll like disappear out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, okay. They weren't really there. (laughs) Oh. did you ever think that maybe you were like losing your mind did you ever like question at one point question like your sanity no never because it's kind of something that's common within the family we're all kind of aware of that sort of thing so it's not something that That is true you know our whole family even way back from my grandma but, you know, they've always been, they've always had an interest in things like the spirits and tarot so it's cards. Always been and, a, it's always been a belief in your family, an accepted yeah. belief that there yes. are ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. And so you seeing ghosts isn't anything crazy or outrageous. It's just you see ghosts. Yeah. Huh. And Kelly, it's funny because, you know, you had asked me, how come you don't know all this stuff? How come you're not asking her all these questions? Well, just like, like you said, it's just, well, true can see ghosts. You know, I mean, it's just one of those things, you know, you don't ask someone every day, you know, I, it's just strange. I get, because I've never met anybody who says they can see ghosts, right? So my my last question to you is, tell me like the most, the last, the most recent time that you saw a ghost. Um, had to have been maybe the other night um i think it was maybe i was coming home from work 
and I had closed and I was, you know, driving my car and I had felt like I had to drive around a little bit longer or whatever. And I was in the neighborhood and for some reason I got the feeling to look in my rear view mirror and I did. And then there was a ghost in my back seat. Um, and so I was like, oh, okay, you're here. You know, how are you? Whatever. And I kept driving and I thought, well, I'll just turn around real quick and look. And they were still there. So I was like, okay, I'll just get home. And then I looked forward and a cat had like ran across the street. And then I looked again and they were gone. Was it a male or a female? Um, it looked like a male, like the shape of a male. It was kind of dark in my car, so I couldn't see too much detail. But it was definitely a male. Just sitting in the back seat of your car. Didn't say anything. No. And you were not, the energy was not a, a scary energy that you got. It was okay. Yeah, I was all right. Wow. That, see, that would have freaked me out. Oh, uh, see, yeah. See, I'm so, I can handle a lot of stuff, but I think I would have locked him up and jumped out. That, that would have really freaked me out. I just, wow. I have never met anybody who can see ghosts. So I am just, I'm over here just fascinated. I, I don't have any more questions, but I'm just, I don't know if I could handle it, I guess, because I've never seen one. Maybe if I, I had seen one all my life, I'd be a little accepting. Um, but that kind of, it kind of freaks me out. It just kind of freaks me out a little bit. So, it, you know, it, and it's funny though, because like, you know, we talked about growing up, I saw my family have these, these visions and stuff, you know, see people and stuff, you know, and like I said, at one point they were all gone into different, you know, tarot cards and numerology. You know, and I think that's part of why I am the way I am now. No, not crazy. But... <laughs> I didn't say anything. Oh, sorry. I thought you said crazy. <laughs> Did I? No, are you hearing things, no. James? <laughs> I didn't say anything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, you know, and you were, we are we're really open-minded to this stuff, you know, and I think that's why I am the way I am now, because we, my family's so open-minded. That is really cool. Rue, are you willing to come back again and, and talk to us more about seeing ghosts and stuff? Yeah, if you guys would like to have me on again, I'd definitely come. I am just fascinated. I don't I don't have any more questions, James. Do you have any more questions? No. I, I mean, you know, I, I, I can always tease for next time. Yeah, I have lots of... I do have questions. <laughs> Maybe I'll save them. How's that for a tease? Here yeah, and then we can have you come back. Um, and because I would love to, oh, my other thing is like, do you ever, do you ever use your gift to help people? Like if somebody said, Hey, I really want to reach my grandma and they know that you, I mean, do you ever offer that? Or you just, that's not how you do it. You just, it's just something that you just kind of keep to yourself and within the family. I just keep it to myself mostly because I don't know how someone would react. You always have those people that look at you like you're crazy or, yeah you know, something like that. So I just mostly keep it to myself. Yeah. And that's so why never, we're here, Kelly. That's right, why I'm we're here. But you've never like offered it as a service or, you know, there are some people like, like, I don't know, like the Long Island medium. That's the one who comes into mind. Yeah. Who says she can see ghosts and she'll go and help people and that type of thing. That is something that you do not do. That's what I'm asking. I guess that's the question I'm asking. Is that something that you would ever do? Maybe in the future, you know, if uh, I, once I get more comfortable with it and how to approach it, maybe I would love to do that. But for now, I don't. Right. I understand. I understand. It's it's a lot. And I don't know if she's 100% legit. 
I think I read something that said maybe she wasn't. I don't know, but I just always wondered if if that is something that he would do. There was a movie too with with Matt Damon. He was he could see ghosts, but he didn't want to do it publicly, right? So that's why I ask if that would ever be something that you do because it is a gift. You know, it's definitely a gift. Yeah, and right. and remember, not everyone has the gift. A lot of people claim to, but not everyone does. That is very, very true. Thank you so much for coming on as our guest and joining us. Well, James, yeah, anything thank else? Thank you, Rue. Rue, we will uh, well, definitely Rue, have you back you in the future. Um, did you want I to stick around? I have to actually get ready. for work i have to cover a shift so well thanks for coming on room thanks for coming on we appreciate it thank you (laughs) see you guys later bye That is some cool shit, James. That is some crazy shit, okay? That is crazy to me. And it, you know, it's funny because like like she says, you know, we don't, I don't know, we just don't run around telling people, you know? I think family, you know, family or friends of the family, you know, kind of know, but it's like, you really don't run around telling people. Right, right. Well, we are shifting gears and moving on to my stuff which is brought to you by bright-headed publishing llc bright-headed publishing is a small publishing company their goal is to help others reach their dream of being a published author uh, they also wanted me to let you know they're starting their own podcast soon as they're going to enter into the world of patio books. Their website is www.bright-headedpublishing.com. They're on Instagram at BHPLCC, Bright Headed Publishing LCC, and they're at Facebook at Bright Headed Publishing LLC. So, my stuff that I wanted to talk about that I thought was kind of crazy shit is tarot cards. And the funny thing about tarot cards, I think everybody's heard of tarot cards, right? Um, You've seen tarot cards. You know, these are the cards that they use to tell your future. Um, You know, you can go pay a tarot card reader anywhere from 30 bucks and up to sit down and and tell your future and read your your cards, right? it's really kind of interesting. Um, fortune telling the psychic industry, James, it is a real industry and it is a $2 billion a year industry. And it has been growing steadily since 2005, which $2 I thought was billion dollars is a lot of money. 2 billion. It's a $2 billion. And that's, yeah, that's fortune telling. That's the, what's what they call fortune telling and psychic reading industry just and that could be palmistry astrology mediumship numerology tarot card reading uh, your aura animal communicators all of these things fall under that umbrella but we're gonna stick with tarot cards 
Okay, real quick. I knew a kid, and you grew up with them, so you knew him too. I don't know if you knew this about his mom, but she used to read auras. Really? And I remember we'd go over there, you know, we'd go playing or whatever, and she'd tell, you know, what are you guys going to do tonight? Oh, we're going to go to this. I don't think you should. And we'd like, all right, then. She changed her plan. <laughs> she could see auras, huh? She, she, knew when you, she knew when you guys were lying. That's what it was. Yeah, that was what it was. That's what I was like, change of plans. We, we're That's that. crazy. So most people, I mean, when I started like doing research on tarot cards, and the funny thing about tarot cards, I actually have a deck of tarot cards. I've had these tarot cards since high school, actually. Um I've, I've just always kept them. I don't read cards, um, but I have a set of tarot cards. Um, tarot card reading goes back to the 14th century, maybe even further. But believe it or not, it was a card game. It wasn't even about telling your fortune. It was a, it was a card game. And so back in Italy, um, it was a game, and they used it to... Um, they, they played a game called Tarucci. And what would happen is the, the players were dealt random cards and whatever was on the card, they would make up poetic verses about one another based on the card. So it was a game. Hey, that's um, like a cool game, though. Yeah, it was a game. So and, and they were not made for telling fortunes. Now, in France, if you were wealthy, you could find somebody to commission a set of tarot cards for you, meaning they would paint all the cards by hand and those would be the cards that you your family would use and that was that was a that was a sign of wealth if you could actually commission a pair of cards they were very expensive and so they were used for card games not even fortune telling so when did tarot cards start telling your fortune well there was a guy in France named Jean Baptiste Elliot it's kind of good, huh? That was pretty good. Yeah. He wrote the first book of the tarot in 1791, and he called it the art of reading cards. Now, obviously, the French version looked much better and probably sounds better than the art of reading cards. But the translation, which is what I'm sticking with, is the art of reading cards. Yeah, but everything right? sounds better like in French. You know? And so he created a pseudonym by spelling his name backwards from Eliette to Etiela, right? And so that was his surname. And so he wrote under that surname. And he wrote about um, the cards being used for the purpose of telling your future. And he said that he got this information from, like, Egypt, right? And he was able to get this information and learn how to, in fact, tell the future. He is also the one that started using the tarot cards specifically for the occult around 1789. So, you know, it's kind of funny how they went from playing cards to now this guy, this one guy in France said, you know what, um, I'm going to make a card known as a significator, which is the person that that's going to get their cards read and that stands for the person getting their card read and he was the one that officially first used the cards for fortune telling or for the occult right so you know he, 
the traditional way of getting your cards read is a what they call a, a Celtic cross. It's a 10-card spread. And they say that the person who's getting their cards read shuffles their energy into the cards, asking a question, and then laying them out in this spread. And this spread will present you with the energy of that person. Now, tarot cards are not supposed to be an end-all, be-all because it is said that you can change your future, right? Nothing is set in stone. You can change what happens to you. Kind of funny, though, James, when I was reading about the cards is they became popular in France in the 1880s. And at that time, we were talking about this, that was the time that that, that part of the country, of the world was getting hot, heavily into the occult. Right? Yeah, so it was kind of interesting. And then there was a guy um, in 1886 called Ar- Arthur Edward Waite, and he published a book called The Mysteries of Magic. And he came out with his own deck of cards in 1886. And he was also a member of the Golden Dawn, of the Order of the Golden Dawn in 1888. And they were established um, that the occult tarot was uh, became established in the English-speaking world. So it was now, big in France, but this, this other group in 1888, the Order of the Golden Dawn, really brought it to the English-speaking world. So the Golden Dawn, does that have anything to do with the Godfather? The Godfather? <laughs> you lost me. Get it, Dawn? Godfather. Oh, okay. I'm, You're I'm, a Godfather fan. I know, ahead. but I'm thinking <laughs> Don, D-A-W-N. No, but the Order of the Golden Dawn is still around today, right? What are they, and like the Freemasons, some kind of... Kind of. They're like, I didn't really do a lot of research on them, but they're an organization that, you know, believes in the occult uh-huh. and the tarot, right? And But there's no... Ev- See, the funny thing is that when a lot of times when people think of tarot cards, they think of gypsies or even ancient Egypt, but there's no evidence that the cards were ever used by gypsies, nor is there any evidence that the cards originated in ancient Egypt. The idea of the Egyptian connection was popularized um, in France by that guy, Jean-Baptiste Elliot in so it's very possible. It's very possible he just made this stuff up, or he tapped into... What is it, the Akasic record? Maybe, but see, the idea was also picked up by authors who wrote for the Golden Dawn, you know, about the connection to ancient Egypt, despite there being no evidence. So a lot of people, that's why, that's where the connection comes with ancient Egypt, was this guy in France. But there's no connection of Egyptians using tarot cards. No written... No written record. I looked. And then in the 1920s to the 1950s, um, there were a lot of authors that wrote articles about the tarot being forbidden and that it being uh, motifs for like gypsies and black cats and, you know, all everything evil. So, you know, in the from 1920 to 1950, the tarot card was kind of that hidden taboo. Right. And that's where it kind of got the uh, uh, analogy of it being like gypsies and evil and black cats and all that other stuff. Right. But um, believe it or not, the tarot card today still is an ordinary card game. And that it also is the occult ritual of laying out the cards. 
right? So you can actually, you don't have to be psychic to read tarot cards. Tarot cards don't actually tell your future. From everything that I've read, tarot cards don't tell your future. They give you an idea of how you should proceed in a certain situation based on your energy and your intuition. But they do not tell your future. And you know what's funny? Just quickly where, you know, I'm thinking about this. In the past and when I've had readings, there are there is a difference. You you know, there are people who tell you, okay, well, James, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, you know. And then it really never does. And then when you see these other readers like Dave, the one we went to, who really didn't do so much of that, but he nailed the past. But he picked up on the quote unquote energy. Right, right. right. I found out some interesting stuff about the tarot card. If you want to read, learn how to read tarot cards, you know, there are books, there are courses. You can even become a certified tarot card reader. Um, And there are like four, there's like three levels. There's a CTR, which is a certified tarot card reader. There's a certified tarot card professional, which is a CTP. And there's a certified tarot master, a CTM. And then there is a certified tarot grandmaster, a CTGM. So you can even become a master at reading tarot cards and another thing about tarot cards it's it's not regulated you can get an online reading you can get a telephone reading yeah you can get an in-person reading and people are charging anywhere between 30 to i don't know i've seen as much as 120 dollars for an hour of tarot cards and i'm not knocking tarot cards i'm not saying that there's not something to tarot cards i'm saying that there's a lot of different avenues for you to get a tarot card reading. I've seen the free online stuff. Um, there's all types of stuff that, you know, how to get how to get readings. So when I was doing my research on the tarot cards, there's another theory of how tarot cards came into being. Now, I don't know if we've ever talked about this. I think we talked about this on our very first show when we talked about channeling, right? Remember? So... Back in the 80s, between 1981 and 1984, a group of people channeled um, the the law of one book. Uh, and these are channeled, uh, channeled uh, sessions by an entity named Ra. And Ra is a group entity local to our solar system, but from a higher dimension that communicated extensively with ancient Egypt to assist in their spiritual growth. So these three people say that they channeled this being named Ra. It was a guy named James Allen McCarthy. Another James Allen McCarthy, I believe, took the notes. Don Elkins asked the questions and Carla Record was the channel. The reason why I bring this up because as they were channeling Ra, Ra actually said that the tarot he talked this entity talked about the tarot and said that the tarot was to help um, the seven categories of the mind, body, and spirit. So the cards were actually, um, should be used for spiritual growth. And that um, that's maybe where they got the connection to Egypt. 
because Ra, this 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 channeled entity, does bring up the tarot cards or the tarot and how it came into being, and and it, it's it's a long. I mean, if you ever want to go check out uh, the Law Book of One uh, and the history of Ra, you can do that. I'm not going to do that now, but I'm just saying that this entity talks about the tarot card and how they came into being, which is another theory than what I just told you. And so I thought that, that was that kind of interesting. interesting. I might look into Right? Yeah, so I thought that was just kind of interesting how that came into being. Now, the funny thing is, is that, which I thought was really interesting, is that anybody can read tarot cards, right? You don't have to be a psychic. You don't have to, you know, be whatever. You can just, you just have to believe that they will work. And the tarot cards, they say that you are using your intuition um, and the tarot cards aren't making predictions about your future they're 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 relying on your energy and your intuition and your inner wisdom and the and the cards and the pictures of the cards that imagery gives you instant access to your subconscious mind and your intuition and from this place of inner power and wisdom you can discover how to make positive changes and now manifest your goals and your dreams by using the tarot that is ultimately what the tarot cards really are they're not a yes or no you know am i going to be rich and famous and you know the cards say yes or no that that's not how they work (laughs) although that is what they that is what that's that's how they've been presented so i just thought it was interesting i just wanted to touch on the tarot funny you know there's not anything scary or spooky or evil or mystical or anything about that about the tarot cards um, yeah, although no, i have this there is a little mysticism well there's a little mysticism but i'm i'm saying about how they came into being you know how they you know because a lot of people don't know where tarot cards came from is it that a little mist? Isn't that a little mist? You know, that is that is. But I just told you where they came from. No, didn't I? So well, mystery, a little so. mystery. <laughs> there is a little mystery. There is a little mystery. So James, I thought we would just go into random bullshit all right what you got so uh in keeping with the halloween theme and you know the question we asked i asked last week was what scared you and you said my dad um so now you got to stay halloweeny with me so what was your best halloween costume either as an adult or a child either one your best halloween costume Ooh, my best Halloween Your costume. Your best Halloween costume. The one that you thought was just the shit. This is the best Halloween costume ever. Okay, now, remember, we grew up... We, we grew up poor, Cal. So a lot of the costumes we made were not... Or we made our costumes. So I thought, okay. oh. Hey, nothing also, but one of them had to be, like, the best. The best. Well, I don't know. I had... I thought I had a couple cool ones. I, I had... Uh, my mom had sewed like this white, well, it was just an old sheet we had, but she made it look like a hood. And then I had sewed a, she had sewed a mask into it. So I was like the specter. That was kind of cool. Okay. And then when I got older, I uh, dressed up like a genie. 
And I, that was, I had gone and rented that costume. <laughs> I got that picture. I'll send you that picture. Yeah, you have to. Because, I mean, like the genie with like the pointed genie shoes. And oh, yeah, the man. And I had everything. This purple, purple sash. And <laughs> I had a turban. Did you go to a party? No, I was just walking in the parking lot. Yeah, I went to a party. I mean, I'm saying because you were like high school. Is this high school? Oh, no, genie? no. This no, is the adult. I was genie. an adult then, yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. All right. Well, my best Halloween costume ever that I did was not maybe about five years ago at work. And I dressed up like a Spartan warrior. And I had the full on helmet. I had that was the, a good one. I remember that I had one. the Spartan gear on. I had the, the Roman sandals. I had a, a shield and a sword. That was like my best Halloween costume ever. Well, I have a question for you. Now, I, you know, maybe I remember this incorrectly, but didn't you dress up like Don King once? <laughs> I thought that was your best. I also dressed up like Foxy Brown uh, from Austin Powers as well. Oh, I don't so, remember yeah, that one. I did dress up like Don King once, but I used to like to take my my two sons who are uh, close in age and make them do duo costumes when they would still let me. So I had dressed them up one year as SpongeBob and Patrick. Right? <laughs> oh, you're, you're uh. <laughs> The next year I dressed them up as Yoda and Darth Vader. Well, that would have been a good one. And then the last time they let me do it, I, I, I dressed them up as Batman and Robin. Well, so that would have been a good one. So those were some cool costumes. I thought they were cool. You know, I just, I I like superhero costumes, which brings me to my next thing on Random Bullshit. Can I just shout out Amazon and the boys? That is some crazy shit. I'm sorry, James. I just don't believe this is a show you don't watch. <laughs> but if you, have, if you have never seen the boys and i told I, you about it yes can i just shout out that this is some crazy shit on amazon i think every episode i i'm like what the beep 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 you know I'm, you could say hell Kel. we say crazy shit and all what the hell oh that's not what i was gonna say but i mean it's it's some well you can say shit. it we can, you can say just it. shout it out i just the boys is some crazy shit and i James, I'm sorry. I just can't believe you're not watching this. I just, I'm shocked. You told me to watch it. I know. And the comic book is real crazy. That's what I... The first series that came out, yeah, that was real crazy. These superheroes are the worst people on Earth. Yeah, give give a real quick summary, Kev. People don't know what it is. So The Boys is a show, a series on Amazon, and it's based off a comic book, and it's got the incredibly talented, just sexy-ass Carl Urban. Oh, my God, this man is just beautiful okay well, and plus he, he's got I, that, he is bad I won't go he is bad he's got it plus he's got this really new new it's a new zealand accent but he's got this accent and he calls everybody a cunt throughout the entire show oh but, that's your favorite word but no actually it's not but he <laughs> uses know. it like nothing. Sarcastic. He, he uses it a lot but he he is he is determined to like the world is where superheroes are common um, you know, we have a superhero agency now that protects us. 
you know and so and his team is making sure that these superheroes keep in check because they are some awful people it has been two seasons of the boys i cannot wait for season three it is on amazon i'm not getting paid for shouting them out i just think it's some crazy shit right on yeah it's just crazy to me so next week james are you ready you know what you're doing next week? We got Urban Legends. Urban. And Carl Urban. Urban? Yeah. <laughs> only. Yeah, we hope. Woo. Carl yeah. Urban Legends. Carl Urban Legends <laughs> and Curses. That's funny. <laughs> um, don't forget, hook it, look us up on social media. Comment. We're gonna put it out there. We'll have a we'll have a post on Instagram. We'll have a post on Facebook. What was your best Halloween costume? It can either be as a child or an adult, doesn't matter. But if you comment, like us, and tag three friends, we will throw you in the raffle. Um, and you will get a prize just like what was her name, James? Sarah Nagrin. Just like Sarah. And you can win a prize as well. I mean, it's really easy, it's not hard to do, people. Um, otherwise, James, brother, it's always a pleasure as always. It's always I, a pleasure as always. As always. <laughs> Once again, thank you everybody for listening. You have been listening to That's Some Crazy Shit. I am Kelly. I'm James. Keep you gonna your, say mind your tagline? open, oh, people. Wait, wait, wait. I know that you had a tagline that you wanted to use at the end and I don't want to over talk it. So let's try that again. Thank you, everybody, for listening to That's Some Crazy Shit. I'm Kelly. I'm James. And keep your minds open. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Later.